Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. I can't do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, situationships, marriage ships, and all the other ships in between. I'm Rez, and I got Measy with me. Talk to me nice. And I got E on the boards. Yo. And guess what, guys? We have a gift for you. We have our, our I want to call him like... A textually active brand ambassador, like A one day one, loyal to the soil. Gas him up, like he. You've seen him in the pictures. I've had people come up to me and tell me, you know, such and such told me about your podcast, and I listen to it, and I know you, and they pointing me out places that I'm at and social settings, and they just listen, and they know all my business because this person put them on. And not only is he a brand ambassador, but he was with us from the beginning. I'm talking the first episode. In the living room with Simone. Man, give it up for John. Give it up for John. (laughs) We're so glad to have you, John. I know it took for it to be episode. I didn't know you wanted to be here, bro. He didn't want to ask. He didn't want to ask. I liked being behind the scenes. But we seen him when we did Simone last episode. And, you know, he was here to see that. His face lit up. And I was just like, you know what? We got to let my boy get we through. got to let him get we in. got to let him get on, <laughs> But John being booked and busy as he is, he, he told us, look, pick right. a date. He had to pick a date. Right. My man I travels. I don't know if you know John. John. John is a handsome young man. He got all his teeth. He got all his teeth. You know, he know how to use his Google. He can read. He can uh, research real well. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? His pocket's pretty decent. I am going to warn you, iPhone bougie bitches. He has an Android. But don't yes. let that stop your loving. I do indeed have a okay. Galaxy. Uh, hold on. <laughs> he has a galaxy. That you, galaxy is yeah, toxic as shit. You wasn't even supposed to. You wasn't supposed to put that. No, nah, because bitches da- No, yeah, bitches be like. Bitches be like. Oh, there. he got a green bubble. I can't talk. With. Stop your shit. You're missing out on a good God fearing man right now. Oh, he is God fearing too. Damn. I'm gonna put y'all down on some game. If you got an iPhone and your partner got. Uh, Android download Facebook Messenger. I know it's a little ghetto, but you can still get like the iPhone feeling. Like you guys can send pictures without them being fucked up. Video call, call, voice chat, all the Mm. features that iPhone and Android keep us from. Anywho. Res. Huh? They smell like broken. It's free game. Free game. It smells. It's free game. That's a lot of work. Can we, can we got to add that on board? It smells like broken. It smells like broken. It's free game. Anyway, I'm glad to have you here, John. Thanks for coming. How y'all feeling today? Everybody feeling good? Good day, good day. I'm yeah. feeling good. I'm picking my spirits up. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know what you was about to say. I thought you was about to say, I'm picking a scab. I'm like, what happened? No. <laughs> no. I'm just here for another episode. It's actually active. So let's just get straight to it. Um, I posted this meme the other day, and it was about being, it was like, you really want to be attractive, heal. And we got some responses from it about people saying that they needed to hear this conversation and they wanted us to discuss it. And me being not a therapist, but therapeutic, I was like, who better? Who better? Me and Meezy. Ain't that right, Meezy? Sure. 
Ain't that right, John? <laughs> yes, very right. All all experts, content I, experts right, here. I gonna, right. I was gonna roll with it. I didn't. Okay, just roll with it. Just you a healer. You've healed. You've been therapeutic. My mama always told me if you didn't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing <laughs> at all. So I'm gonna fade the black on this one. All right. So let's start. I mean, it's several different things that people can heal from. So I, I kind of want to touch on all of them and just make it general. But the top things are somebody dying, breakups, friendships ending, arguments or beef, um, just being in a bad space mentally. Those are Maisie, why are you making that face? Damn, you going you going crazy. Okay. Those are things that you have to heal from though. Don't never mind, we'll get into it. Okay. We'll into and it. then another thing is just like childhood traumas. I feel like people heal from that too. So, um, let's just jump right into it. Um how do you guys heal? Bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, I feel like we need to get to a place of well, with this list of stuff is a variety of lists of stuff. Right. And I don't think from the list, this list of stuff that people generally have to heal from, you can heal in one specific manner. Okay. Because I think one of the things on there is a death, somebody mm-hmm. dying close to you dying. Um, I was looking at Twitter because we know um, R.I.P. Kobe. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been a sad week for everybody. And That's everybody right. everybody hasn't, you know, been taking it well. But um, people have been asking on the timeline, like, how, like, I, somebody said, I've never lost anybody. But how does it, like, what is that like? And somebody said, you know, it's like Monday you might be full of energy. Everything is amazing. And then some point at Saturday afternoon, it just hits you. And now all of a sudden you're thinking about it. So I feel like, like, as time goes on, it never, it doesn't get, it might get easier, but it never goes away. So I think it's certain type of things off from the list or the variety of ways you need to heal. It's a lot of that shit. There's different ways for each one. Yeah, it's a lot of shit because, you know what I'm saying, uh, you break up with somebody, you might just be like, I'm finna go heal at this next bitch house. All right, we're going to touch on that in a second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you never know. As far as death, I lost um, a few of my loved ones. Um, my grandmother, I lost her two years ago. Um, her birthday just passed. And I lost the aunt. Not going to go down the list, but I lost some people. And I think you're right when you say that it's not something that you ever fully get over. Right. It's kind of like learning to live with this new trauma. You're never going to be that same person you were before when they were living and you went through that experience. Um, but I think with death, it's kind of just growing with the pain and right. just learning to adapt to it without completely avoiding it because then you'll have those days when it hits you and you're just crying in the middle of nowhere because you buried it away and then something reminded you of it. So I think as far as death, it's kind of like a day-by-day situation. There's no way to say, all right, this person died. I'm good. No. Right. You're going to be in shock for a little bit, but you ain't good. Right. What do you think, John? I mean, yeah, I definitely think it depends on how you define healing. I don't think you can ever forget something or that, you know, our experiences make us who we are. So you're not going to just be able to, like, forget that experience. But I think you can be at a better state than where you were before. Or you can learn how to still exist or coexist with, like, society and, like, with your existing relationships in a better way than you might have, like, let's say the day after you found out someone passed away. Whereas, like, two years later— 
you're no longer, you know, breaking down every two seconds. You see the car that they used to drive or every time you hear the song that y'all always used to dance. So you're not breaking down to that extent. So I think it just depends on like how you define healing. Yeah. It is about the people. Because I, mm-hmm. I think I don't have like a certain level of empathy like everybody else. So like me growing up being a Kobe fan, I haven't cried about it. It's been like we the day was just weird. Sunday, that Very Sunday weird. was just weird. Everything about it just fell off. Downtown was shut down. Yeah, it was just it was weird. The day was weird and so you start to feel weird about it. But I haven't cried and you know, I haven't been like emotional. You know, I did all my posts, put my post up and did all of that. And then when I think about like uh Somebody like I've never had anybody close to me die, and so I don't know what it's like to do that. But like the people who died around me, it's more so like you go to their house and you be like, "Damn." Whereas, and then you think about it like, "Oh, they not here," so you don't ask it out loud. You just say, "Where?" And then it's like, "Oh shit, they not here." I know, like when my oldest brother died, like he was very close to me, like he was a protector of mine, and he would die at like fifteen. And when that happened, yeah. it just felt like surreal. Right. Like it was just like, you know, my protector, because you kind of in that like stage, like my protector from like, you know, people in the neighborhood or my other older brothers. I have like five brothers. So, you know, he's gone. Like that's not there. So it just feels like you kind of like walk through it, looking at it. You know how you have the out of body experience. That's how it was for me. People, like you said earlier, Mizi, they like cope differently. But it was like totally out of body the whole time. I was like, "What?" Like, and we shared the exact same birthday. So, like now, I only like I think about it all the time. But like, really, on my birthday, exactly. like, like it's it's not really something. I feel like I know I've like definitely healed. Yeah. But. So it's just depending on how how you take situation yeah it's almost like initially when that person dies you jump into the shock phase and like you said that outer body experience that you get just realizing that they're not there because as people I think every day we don't go around thinking damn this is going to be the moment unless you're me and you get trapped in the elevator that I die like you don't just go around thinking about death that's not something that you think about but ever so often you get that reminder like we're here for what seems like a long time, but I don't think it's really that long that we're here. So we need to spend the time that we're here, like just appreciating people. I've actually like started to think about that. Like I had to bring it up, but the Kobe thing is like really bothering me a little bit only because it's not a situation of like being afraid of dying. I think what makes me uncomfortable is not knowing what happens next. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I imagine, and this is just me, but I imagine dying like, you ever been at home on like a Saturday night and you like watching TV mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know, you just wake up. You're like, damn, uh, I don't even remember. I fell asleep. The past three weekends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just describe you my just, Saturdays. You just right. wake up and you're like, damn, I don't even remember mm-hmm. falling asleep. So it's like, it for me, it feels like that's what, dying must be like you must like be at a state yeah. and then it just is over and it's then i don't know if you wake up somewhere else or 
If you wake up being born again. Or like, like what, what happens? Yeah. yeah, like what happens? Or but does your soul just keep traveling around in like Winston-Salem? Right. Because like, I don't know, this yeah, is I, actually hell? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Dang. Tell us how you really feel right. about Winston. No, Winston-Salem is not hell. I, I love it here. But no, like Earth is right. like oh. your so punishment. Like, like you have those... to stay here and walk around. So I feel like everybody else the part that people like get confused, like weirded about is like, not living up to whatever potential or living the best of their life that they consider to be the best of their life before it's too late. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I think, I don't know, I think like, like I watched the Nipsey interview the other day and I felt like he knew he was about to die and he was lining his life up like that. Like every it's everything about his death is eerie because he was like planning, like he, he named his last album that we ever got from him Victory Lap. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knew, like, what was about to happen. It was like, Crenshaw, this is where I'm from. Then it was like, Mailbox money, because we're getting we're getting to the money now. Mm-hmm. And there was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was just things that he knew, like, you know what? It might be over. And it's just weird to think that people are living their lives for the end. I don't know. It's just weird. This is weird. I don't think it's good to think about living life for the end, but I think it is something that you should think about, like when you're making decisions. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've seen around um, the death that just happened recently is that people are saying stuff like, you know, life's too short. Forgive those people or um, let that person back into your life. Don't hold grudges. You never know when the last time you're going to speak to somebody you want. You don't want that like hanging over your head. But that's cool and all. Like, <laughs> but if we beefing, yeah. somebody dying is not yeah, going to get it's very back. It's, it's not very, that yeah. simple for me it's to very just be like, counterproductive to all the 2020 things I saw going yeah. on. Right, very it is counterproductive so, to healing. Like, get rid of get rid saying, of the well, toxicity died. in your life. Yeah. Well, right. uh, she about to die and she stole all my money out of my bank account. What am I supposed to do about that? It's very toxic of you guys to say all 2019 I'm dropping dead weight X, Y, and Z to then turn around experiencing a celebrity dying or a human being at the end of the day dying publicly and then turn around and tell people you need to apologize or you need to forgive. It's not that deep. First of all, yes, it is. (laughs) Second of all, it took me all of 2019 to heal from that bullshit that that person did to me. And now I'm just supposed to turn around and say, oh, I'm sorry because life is short. No, 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 ma'am. Right. No, I'm not. So um, let's jump into let's switch gears a little bit and talk about healing from friendships, because that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, I'm not going to lie, losing friends, it hurts. Um, you're bitter. You have triggers. And that's me. Um, <laughs> you you are you. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> so have you guys ever had to heal from a friendship being over, like completely done, not able to repair, anything like that? Um, I mean, I've had to, like, I think with friendships it's different because, like, with a romantic relationship, you're like involved with the person. So you have like those connectors with friendships. It's just kind of like y'all just fall off. So it didn't really seem like I needed to heal. It was just like, that's that person. Like nothing, I didn't do anything like that's that person. But generally anytime that's happened to me, like I feel like it never gets that deep to where like we never talk for the rest of our lives. Like typically I feel like 
you know, a couple of years later on down the line, you just see each other and you realize it wasn't really that big of a deal and you kind of end up bouncing back. Okay. It sounds like you just let it roll off your shoulder. Like, oh, no conversations (laughs) take place. Like, I, I feel like friendships, that happens a lot more with friendships than any other types of relationships. Like, where it's not as closure isn't really as necessary. Mm. What do you think, Meezy? I mean, I know the type of person I am. So I ain't never stole from nobody. I ain't <laughs> never tried to kill nobody. I ain't never stole nobody's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I ain't never had sex with nobody that that you wanted. I ain't never been that kind of person. So whatever beast you got with me, that's internal. Yep. And I can't do nothing about that for you. And so, like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Me being the person I am, I'm fine. Like, as long as you ain't never did none of the things that I listed off to me.
I think it's kind of like a link thing. Like, yo, bro, tonight at six, and then y'all link, <laughs> and then y'all. So we're not texting about each other right. day during the day. <laughs> yo, how was your day today? <laughs> do you guys do that? <laughs> do you guys text we're, each other like that? What did you think of the Grammys last night? <laughs> no. I think <laughs> we just had group chats for nothing. No, right? y'all send a we meme. Don't talk about I think y'all just meeting, send a meme like, like ha ha, this was funny, or. I, I actually know. like what do you like, guys talk about? I don't know about John, I don't know about E, but like <laughs> our that conversation you think we have when we link, it's usually yes, it's when we link when we're in person. But we still call each other. We still text. Oh, y'all each other. be calling? Yeah. What y'all talking about on the phone? We talk. <laughs> talk about life. Mind is blown. It's talk about life. I mean, yeah, I think it depends on your guy friend. Like you're not like I'm not gonna call in like C team or D like some like I guess like outer bound guys or outlier so you guys got A-li- to talk A-list, on the phone. A-list, B-list, C-list, Yeah, like now my homeboys who are like my real homeboys, right. I'm calling them, I'm talking on the phone. Like we we can talk on the phone for hours. Like wow. just like like Tim, we'll talk on the phone for a long time. Shout but then shout out to Tim. Some of my other homeboys, like I'll call them. I'm like, dang, you know, it's been like six minutes. That's a long time. Like, hold on, wait. No shade to John's D list friends. I'm sorry if John doesn't talk to you long. He's not trying to hurt your feelings. He just say he yeah. just saying he love you, but you know Let he got go. he got a deeper a deeper like, friend. Yeah, but you gotta yeah. understand we have levels too. Yeah, it's yeah. levels like, to friendship. His, his A team is the niggas he's been with for a long time. Mm-hmm. His D friends he might have just met within the last next yeah. last couple of years. They would understand that. Like they wouldn't get offended. They'd be like, yeah, you know, like we're not gonna talk sit on and talk on the phone for hours. That's just so like John breaking up with his A team. He probably would have to figure out. Yeah, somebody yeah. would have to get an opportunity to <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Promotion time. No, no, but really, that's what it's like healing from friendships. Like, no, no, was, you how are, was your day? You might be a replacer. I do. I will promote a bitch in a minute. Like, hold on. A, a spot just opened up. A spot just opened up. See, I would rather up. find I would rather find we a whole your new resume or a whole I would room. rather find a whole new friend than promote. <laughs> Cause I, I I would probably I would more likely go outside of the organization than I would promote from within the organization. But now because there's have, a reason why you are D team. There's a reason why you C team. That doesn't just change because I lost the A team. For me, it's just because I don't have the availability right now. My friend text amount per week varies. I can text four or five bitches a week. That's it. And I'm not calling y'all bitches to be rude. I'm just saying, y'all my bitches. I can only text about five of y'all per week before I'm like... We can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Before I'm like, hold up, this is exhausting. So if a fifth position opens up and I've been texting you every other week, you can move on up, sis. But don't you think that like the person who like when they leave that spot, they look at what you're doing and say, obviously, she's just replacing her. Like hanging out with so and so more, so like all this thing. other stuff. What happens when you and a motherfucker that dropped out <laughs> decides to get back cool? Do you then have to That's replace the nigga? Nah, that- they got to start from the bottom. You can't just come right Please, back up to the top. No. Of the friends, friends go come right back into at least right. if they was a, they at least coming right in at B. Okay, like they're right. not dropping, they're not starting right off. So at isn't B. that kind of toxic of you if you <laughs> replace that friend? And then you start getting cool with the replacement. And then the old friend, you know, you want the old thing back. Like, then what do you do with the new friend? Yeah, that's what John was asking me. Um, I was saying the new friend will come back a little less, you know, and maybe I have room for six bitches now. Pretty much there ain't no coming back is what I'm hearing. I don't think Rez is a friend healer, though. Uh, Yeah, I do. I feel like Rez can, like... Coexist. Not... Coexist, we can be like 
cordial? Not a little bit more. What's something a step above cordial? Like we're not, we might not get back all the way. Associates. I don't know. I don't know the levels of friendship, mm-hmm. but like we can get back. <laughs> we might not get back to how Affiliated. we used to be. Yeah, oh. like we might not get back how we used to yeah. be. Yeah, because I don't know. If you feel you're going to go back to that way, you're a little suspect. You get well, suspicious I mean, about your friends. Yeah, I be holding grudges. That's it's not something I'm proud though. of. It's like, if this happened once, yeah, we can be cool. Yeah, that beef can be gone. But it might just be that you're like, but I can't ignore that this, I can't completely ignore that this took place and we didn't talk for two years because you had an issue on mm-hmm. your side. So it's protecting your boundaries. Mm-hmm helpful in the healing process. I think that's a big part of healing because you're able to take a step back, look at the situation and understand what you're not going to put up with anymore. Mm. It's like a part of it is kind of assessing the whole situation. Like what went wrong in this argument? What could I have said to make this go better? What could this person have done to make it go better? And where do we go wrong? What would I do if we don't speak anymore? Can I deal with not speaking to them anymore? And then you have to take it to the next level and say, what do I do if this person comes back in my life? And then that's where the boundaries come in. So here's my question for both of y'all. Is healing for you or is healing for everybody that's around, like, the situation? Like, like, if something happens between you and a friend and you decide you're going to heal, are you doing it for you? So you feel better. Are you doing it so, you know, you know how to interact like that person? Like, like forgiveness is for, should be for, it's for you, I guess. Because I feel like forgiveness and healing goes together for some reason. And so is when you say I forgive somebody, are you forgiving somebody for you? Are you forgiving somebody for the circumstance? All right. So you're asking two questions. The um, first question about forgiveness and healing, I think. Forgiveness is a part of healing. So it goes in that box. Um, When you're forgiving somebody, I think it's mostly for you because that's not something that you need to announce to that person. When you're healing, I think it's for everyone around you because if you're operating in a place where you're not healed and you're still taking on new friendships and talking to new people and doing all this stuff, it's not going to be healthy for everybody around you because you're still holding on to that baggage and people can kind of sense that. Mm. What do you think, John? I mean, I definitely think that it depends on what the issue is. So, like, you can heal from certain things that are for you, and then you can heal from certain attributes or certain things that happen that you have no problem with how they happen and how they went down, but you're only healing because of how they impact the people around you. So, like, I used to have, like, a like a jealousy problem, hmm. but I had no problem with the fact that I had a jealousy. Like, you know, I was a jealous person, but I got I didn't want that to impact the my future relationships so, all right, I'm going to heal for my relationships, but not for me. Like, I had no problem with it. But then there are other things I think can be beneficial to your life that you might have to heal from. It's like, all right, if you are somebody who is a notorious liar, like, you need to be healing for yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to, like, that's actually for you because that's stopping you from actually cultivating, like, a good life. That's true. Hmm. So... Sounds like we're pretty much good with the friendships. Ain't nothing wrong with a good lie, though, Chuck. 
I mean, it's nothing wrong. Reezy. It's nothing you wrong with a little cap. It's something wrong with cap locks. Right. <laughs> cap oh, you locks. just can't stop capping. You have a little cap. <laughs> but not just sentences with the like, cap. <laughs> don't finish it. I'll be there in 15 okay, minutes. You can do, you know, you do shift. Yeah. You know, you do shift. Yeah, you can do a shift cap. But like, not. When, when I told Eric, like, oh, I'm downstairs, I was actually a block and a half away. Right? <laughs> just now, cap. like, yeah. And the funny thing is, I knew that. <laughs> Cecil wasn't even lying at that point because he knows me well enough. Oh, I do want to say that I believe that I'm on John's uh, D list of friends. Oh, oh my gosh. Babe. Let that hurt go in it's 2020. Right. It might, he said he hired from outside the company, so you just got to get comfortable where you at in that friendship. That's how you got the D. That's why. That's <laughs> like, yeah, you got the D. He hired you from outside the company. That's how you like, got the D. <laughs> Hey, uh, oh, that sounded wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. Okay, um, we're not homophobic over here, so it's nothing wrong with getting a D if you got a D. All That's right. True. Speaking of the D, <laughs> oh, I, see, I like oh, the transition. He's, he's taking he's taking the D away from you. He's he's no longer coming back <laughs> with the D. He done dropped that D off and he's gone. Well, you guys are no longer. Nah, he he's willing to bring the D back. You on some nut shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah you can still get the D without the R. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'll it's a wilder. weird space. I don't know why women do that. You can still get the D without the relationship. Oh. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so I th- I think this is a big one for everybody. I don't think people know how to heal from a relationship. Like that's a like you. This may be one of the differences that we didn't talk about with friendships and relationships. Relationships be hurting. Do they? Yeah. Like when you break up with somebody, that must be hurting. Do it, Meezy. You ain't never been in the shower crying over a relationship. No, you ain't never listened to get it. You got it bad on repeat, crying. Yeah, but it didn't mean it hurt. It did hurt. Why was you listening to it? Because it was a that was a a, that is an expression. Sometimes you you listen to songs just because you feel like like you're supposed to be listening. It's like you actually don't feel the song. you know what? I don't know what I'm supposed to say because uh-huh. you don't know how you're supposed to feel. Exactly. And then you hear the song and be like, "Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Usher knew what he was talking yeah, about like, at maybe, the tender age of maybe he was 21. A, party might have a point here. <laughs> what he's talking about? So it's like I don't. I think it's like a. I mean, it depends. Like I don't think I've ever been like hurt. By I know which song you was that. listening to, Fantasia. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Exactly. Free yourself. That's your song. That's exactly. your breakup you song. You, you ain't low. I know you love like, North Carolina's very <laughs> own Miss Fantasia. See, but listen, but listen to the words of that. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. That's she's, not a. That's not a breakup song. She is letting you know, like, look, we have something, and I want you. Yep, that's what but she's if saying. If you don't want me, pull up. Leave me alone. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Leave so, me alone. A lot of times in relationships, that's how it goes. Like, we have a relationship that is not clicking. It's not working. And for some reason, depending on what side it is, somebody wants the other person more than the other person does. And so now more you, times than than not, it's always somebody loving somebody a little bit more than the other person. So loves then them. you gotta figure out where is the hurt? Because we're not talking about you know physical abuse. We usually talk about emotional abuse. Like, something's not going right there. That's right. And so you got to heal from that. Like, niggas cheating on you might hurt you more than you saying, I don't think he loves me no more because he don't show me no more attention. 
know what I'm saying? There's so many different types of hurts that you could possibly heal from. And you can't, like we said earlier, you can't heal the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I don't know. Like, I don't know if I've been hurt to All right, the point so where we, I needed to heal. We could set the scene, make it general. Um, <laughs> you jump. My foot touched down. My fault. My fault. My fault. We could set the scene. Um, I feel like let's just start with somebody being a liar um, or a cheater. And things just not working out from there. So this Heartbreaker. isn't a situationship. This is an actual This is an actual relationship. Uh, a liar, a, a cheater, a deceiver, heartbreaker, and I don't. So I'm taking the house. We're not breaking hearts in 2020. No, we're not. We're, we're not, not breaking hearts in 2020? That's what we say in January. Oh, that's what they gotta, say? Yeah. I don't know. We got to see what happens three, four months from now. Yeah, niggas say, I always say this shit. And then <laughs> come fucking uh, July, it's fucking hot girl season again. Mm-hmm. We don't oh, yeah. know. What are you and talking about? you back about? breaking hearts. You back cheating and lying. Right. right. Just like the hell. This year was supposed to be different. <laughs> to the rest of the decade, here we go. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. All right. How? All right, so I'll take the lead on this. Um, I think the first step to healing from an unhealthy relationship will just categorize it as that um is you gotta cry oh, I thought you, was gonna say you gotta cry is that what we starting on yeah hell yeah so you quickly. gotta cry but this is from a female <laughs> perspective yeah true, you, know, true, you, know, true. you know they love to say that us black men don't cry so. i'm gonna get y'all do be crying and that's okay um, it's okay to cry. I know some of you guys grew up in houses where they told you to suck that shit up or you a man don't cry. It's okay to cry, though. Um, this is a safe space. I don't remember <laughs> that, but I, I just don't cry. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Um, the first step, I'm going to let you get your step off in a second, okay? First step is to cry. Um, let all those feelings out. Um, second step, this is going to be a hard one because you're going to go back and forth about this. Block that person. Uh. <laughs> Block them. Unfollow them on social media. All of it. I'm talking Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, okay, Instagram. You know, Messenger. Don't forget about Messenger. Yeah. Block their number. Email. Block their mama's number. Block their cousin oh, number. All, the, the, all the family members, you got to let go of the family members. Right. And to. then go go to your phone settings. General. Block all them unknown numbers from calling you. I think there's a way to do it. Right, Maisie? Is there a way? Oh, you just, it just silence them. Group me? It don't. It won't let it ring. Get out that group that they you got, in. You got to get out that group y'all in together. Like, because you got to let it go for a little bit. Somebody in that group going to keep trying to text in that group, not knowing that it's over between mm-hmm. y'all and it's going to be real awkward. Just leave the group. Do y'all niggas got in your phone? It's a lot. Everybody. Exes be trying to get in contact with you, especially <laughs> when they know they was wrong. They be trying to get back. Can't relate. <laughs> Make sure you delete your words with friends. Delete, <laughs> delete they all the games. They try to start the game from. Be back on the app, like yo, you want to play old time? Snapchat. You always to forget the ball. Snapchat one. So after you block this, is, this might be a little tricky phase. You could go either way. You could take uh, some time off from dating, or you could jump back in it. Now the old saying goes. The best way to get over an old man is to get under a new one. For me, personally, it works. Because now you know that you you a bad bitch again. You know that niggas want what you got. And you know you still got it. So you could play that game a little bit. However, I would not suggest jumping immediately into something because you still need to heal. It's okay to have sex while you're healing. 
Say that you mess up, get caught. But <laughs> again, <laughs> matter of fact, after you get under him, block his ass too. He'll <laughs> <laughs> sneak up on you. They say you know, dang. Now you in love again. <laughs> I this girl at the time I say, uh, if we go on the first, if we go on the first date, I'm fucking first night. Because <laughs> we at the age now, where I know if the dick ain't good, ain't no need for a second one. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's, that's true. That's got a good point. That's true. Good point. All right, so after you do all that, I think that's when you take your me time, get yourself together. Some ladies like to get back in the gym, um, eat healthy, just focus on them because I feel like most times when you're in a relationship, you turn into a, a different version of yourself. You start adapting to what you would do with that person, like your routine to go home and call them or your routine to go home and cook and eat and watch shows together. Do something different. Switch it up. Switch up the routine. And you got to just shake it. Like, just take your time. What you don't do is drink every night, smoke weed, go to the hookah bar. It gets dangerous. It turns into a downward... Spiral. Hookah bar kind of So then my next question is, did all that shit work from you? Did it work for me? Yeah, I healed. And then what else I did, the other thing I did was I had some talks with myself in the mirror while I was crying. Like, I wasn't just crying. That's a waste of time. Go look at yourself in the mirror while you crying. No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. It works. Not only do you see how stupid you look, that was a meme on the internet, but you're able to identify with yourself. Like, you're looking at yourself. Why am I living it? Look at how I'm living. No, look at how you're living. You really fucked up. And you know what? That situation was fucked up because you stupid. I'm stupid. Just that tough love approach right here. No, but guys, it works. All right, so cry, block, fucking suck, work on your body, and then talk to yourself in the mirror. I don't think you should do it in that order. All right. So what? What about the person that says that that is not as easy as it seems? It's not, and, and they are and they are super hooked. <laughs> I don't know what nothing about, about it was easy. Nothing about it is easy. It's nothing easy about blocking that person. It's nothing easy about crying about it. But you're gonna go through these cycles. It's cycles to a breakup. Like you're you're hurt, you're sad, you're angry, you're depressed, and then you reach the promised land. I don't remember none of that shit from any of my breakups. <laughs> yeah, I never cried. Damn. So okay, I ain't never. So how do men heal? How do you, you guys obviously healed from a relationship. You guys aren't just out here single. You haven't been single since you left the wound. You know, you haven't been single this whole time. So you went through a breakup. How did you heal from it? Uh, (laughs) Let me use, I started thinking like, when I was 16. Did I heal? (laughs) When I was 16, she broke up with me. And then after I played uh, Get You Out of My System loudly for about, 30 days. What did I do? My song was Heart Don't Break Even. <laughs> when the heart break, you don't break even. Hey, don't break even. That's like a, when the heart, how does it go? That is a good song. Look at his back. That is a good song. So then I started thinking like, I they progressed over time. Yeah. Like at 16, I was, I just kept living life. And then, so then it actually helped with confidence because it was like, yo, I bagged this one. I yeah. could probably find another one. Okay, so you got under a new so that, one. So that's one. That was 16. Then the breakup at uh, at 23 was uh, we broke up. And then I was like, you know what? I'm free. So then it was like, but wait, I'm going to go back. 
Like it's just It was very toxic It's just like You break up You go back like, I'm not gonna lie There is a backslide In stage and breakup There's a backslide, There's a backslide I didn't stage. mention that Sorry ladies There is a There's backslide And it's nothing wrong With backsliding Sometimes always. it don't take you One time to learn That he he's a piece of shit You need four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, right. ten times Especially For him to people. prove you we, yeah. don't, we don't break up We don't break up For real mm-hmm. for a long time We go However long However long Y'all dated the backsliding most likely going to take twice as long exactly. afterwards. You preach it so now, y'all John. dated six months. You preach it's going to take now. a year of backsliding before you like, all right, I'm good. That's a text alert. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> so then I was like, well, then the one after that, which is probably the latest one, it was me, like, I got to a, a place of, of lonely. And so when you get to a place of lonely... Because it's not a place of lonely because you're by yourself. It's a place of, I don't like none of these bitches. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't really like them. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like them the way I used to like somebody. So now it's me, like, sitting here thinking, why don't I like somebody? Like, why won't I like these things? So you get to a point of reflection after right. a while. So then you. you start, like... Mm, you digging deep in she yourself. She wants some substance. Right. All mine was external. You digging, <laughs> you digging yeah. deep. Why you all about work? utility. Yeah. <laughs> so then you start processing mm, what process. you want the next one to be like. So then I was Manifesting. Thinking, That's what they saying? call it in 2020. Yeah. Manifesting. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying, the last one. So then when I go through that process of the women I'd been with... When I was 16, uh, we was in high school, so you didn't have shit. So then I upgraded to a girl with a job and an apartment. So then after that, I upgraded to a girl who could drive, right? So now I broke up with a girl who had a good job, who could drive. Now I'm thinking, well, what do I, what do I want now? So then it's like, well, I don't really like this girl that much, but she do drive. <laughs> you, I don't really like this you girl start this putting much. together yeah, different like, girls you know to make the perfect girl. I really don't like this girl because it's all—it's not physical. Yeah. Because obviously you giving them play because of the physical, so it don't really matter about that. So then it's like, well, this one girl, we vibe well, but I can see that she get distance sometimes, and I don't really—you know what I'm saying? I that might trust, be a trigger. It might be a trigger. I might not be trying to vibe with you if I don't know what I can get in contact with you. Mm-hmm. So then you start putting together this this list of like, oh, this don't work. So then when you finally find somebody, I felt like I was healed. Like, oh, I think I'm good now because I feel this way about somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we can do this. Because I didn't sit in the house and cry. No, I kept living life. I was going out getting drunk, spending the night at somebody's house that I didn't really like. Putting them jeans back on at eight thirty in the morning to go home. That's nasty, it's niggas. So trash. I hate worse. when you don't pack an overnight bag and you gotta wear that same outfit like, back quick, quick out. Question. Oh, I used to have to go home, grab sweatpants, and then go. Oh, like, I can't do this. Quick yeah. question: So was the drinking and stuff like that? Was that more of a distraction, or was that technically you trying to heal? I think it was both. I think it uh, it led me to see. What it was that I like, <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but you ever like get drunk and then send the text? Yeah. And then get there and be like, all right, cool. See, I was never but then a drunk the next text. <laughs> oh, you're not? I, I'm a never a drunk text or a drunk caller. Like, I'm not like one of those people's like, oh, you know, I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> I send a text sober, and then maybe I get drunk, See? but nah. So, then, look, so look, so then even with that, you set it up. 
Yeah, I'm you like, I'm going to see you tonight after right. or something like that. So you get drunk, then you <laughs> go over there, right? And you go over there, and whatever happens, happens. Then the next day, you realize, why the fuck did I go over there? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one time I would do this with this girl. I would do that, like, every night. I'd go over there at 2.30, right? Then one day, I was exactly. like, yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> Never one, left the club so, early. <laughs> you had time for the bar right. to close, and then your travel time so I'm to closing out the club. Don't get me wrong. Fuck big, that. You still one, better be up. Big facts. Bulls used to go up. <laughs> Keep your phone on loud. But, uh, but one time, I, did, I didn't. I I was sober that night. I, like, stayed sober. I didn't have nothing to drink. And she texted me and told me to come over there. And I was like, all right, I'll go. But then when I got there, I was like, bro, why am I here? Yeah, mm. sober thoughts are the best thoughts. Why, why am I here? And it's just like, so I thought like the the alcohol, to answer your question, the alcohol puts you in a place mm. where you're uncomfortable. And so then when you become, when you start like realizing, damn, I went over there drunk. I ain't really want to. It was just good for the moment because my dick was hard. And it was like... <laughs> Nah, no, I shouldn't have been there. I don't want this type of relationship. I don't want this. And so you start processing it the same way. I think that's a a good step to when you keep going back to the ex is when you stop feeling full afterwards. Like maybe the first time you might feel like, oh, this was good. We can still talk. And then you still notice that they have those same patterns. And it's kind of like a slap in the face face by like the fifth time that you've been over there you start feeling empty like where is this going is this going anywhere this person's still the same person do I text them the next day like and then you start to kind of wake up and realize like That's a real I gotta one. do this better person's still the same person like yeah. is this still the person I dated because you don't know what they got going on on their side because y'all aren't talking on the regular so you don't get to like really see their personality as much so you don't know what they got going on I think my favorite part of healing was the seclusion when you like take yourself away from people, because they that used is. to like girls used to want to be like, oh, we can we should hook up tonight, and I just be like, nah, you know what? I'm really not. not I need really some time. The, yeah, I'm not really with the shit. What you got, E? Um, so it was just a a quick thing, but it was like a one of the last things I wanted to say. Uh, so they say that when when healing with uh relationships, they say normally women take it the hardest up front. And then they basically, so say like over 30 days, right? It's really hard day one, but 30 is like they're unfazed, right? But then they say that with men, they're unfazed in the beginning and then they're taking it the hardest at 30, at day 30. I don't think that's true. I think, think, no, because it's how niggas process shit. Wait, John didn't share his um, breakup experience and his healing. How you get your healing? How you heal, John? (laughs) How you get your heal, right? Um, I typically heal, so obviously you have the backsliding stage afterwards. But I think what I always realize is that, um, and this isn't the most healthy mindset, but typically I'm like, oh, I'm going to end up like doing better. Like, this wasn't for me. Um, Mm. Like, I'm about to do so much better because, like, this wasn't, this obviously wasn't for me. So, at that point, I think when you, when I generally get that realization, like, this isn't me, I'm wasting my time, and I really don't need to do this, then I get to the point of what Rez was talking about, like, taking that person out of my life completely. Mm. And I'm always, like, typically when I do that, it helps me to heal because I realize how easy it is for me to take people out of my life. Like you think people are totally ingrained in your life until you take them out. And then you realize that was actually kind of easy. All I had to do was block here, block there. And then tell my best friend, like, yo, we don't, we don't talk to her no more. And then like, it's just done. 
So, and, like, your family starts bringing them up eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, so all that stuff happens. Um, and once that happens and they stop becoming, like, constant reminders, like, you may see their car that they drive. That's always going to be a thing. You, The, the car is always going to be a thing. Like Whenever you, one it's model. Like, right? It's one model. I didn't, I didn't never, <laughs> never, I never seen saw car. that 96 right? uh, Honda Accord. And then I started <laughs> saying this. 96. Now I see it every week. Like why? Every week you always and that's that's gonna last for years and years. I don't think that means you didn't heal. It's just like you was probably riding the car a lot. Like mm-hmm. it's one of them things. But the car, I think that's one of the things that always stays. Yeah. But other than that, like it's crazy how easy it is to take. You keep the memories. Life. Y'all yeah. keep the memories. Like, yeah. You know that time we was at the the, the Walmart that time. Right. And, so it's like oh, went in the Walmart. Oh, it's a candy bar on the ground. You remember? Huh? Yeah. But it's like oh. And then I think when you're in a small city like Winston or Delaware, where I'm from, you always have to think about, like, what it's going to be like when you run into that person. Oh, that's because it's different every time. Yeah, something. No running is the exact same. I would suggest to people who are dating and you're taking people to places that you like, you let them know up front. Bitch, if we break up, don't you bring your ass back around here. <laughs> this is my spot. This is mine. <laughs> yeah. That shit works. These who, my friends. Don't you bring your friends? ass back around here. Because that's the worst part. It's like, all right, who gets the friends in this divorce? Like, right. Who gets the friends? Who owns the group? But I don't think that's how that works. No, but it's true. Like, it's so hard for But I think the friends me. choose. Like, y'all don't choose. The friends choose who yeah. gets the friends. Like, because you can say, well, they were my friends first all you want. But if they, like like her better than you, If she going to get the friends. If she cheated on you, how do they get to still be friends with her? <laughs> so, hey, some friends, some friends will make that choice. Be like, yeah, I know she did this to you, but she, she didn't mad, do this to cool. me. Yeah, <laughs> that was shit. We actually really vibe. Did you like, think about how, how you was putting it down? Right, yeah, exactly. It's like, like she told you you wasn't putting it down, right? You got to understand, once the Salem is a small market, they're like, yo, look, ain't yo, a lot of friend opportunities hey, out here. I got to take it where I can get shit. it. We don't know that many black people here. We got to stick together. Yo, she was dope. Now, you don't shit. keep messing with those friends. Like, yeah, they can make that choice, but you let them know. Like, Your friends are shit. Yo, we not. I'm going to let my friends know up front. Bitch, if you still talking to that nigga... You ain't gotta talk to me no yeah, more. Yeah, don't don't talk. You to don't me even no more. gotta come around here no more. Don't talk to me. Like no my more. friends know they call me like, yo, you believe so and so like my photo? I be like, dang, yep, that's a real friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know why she liking my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but you, I don't know. That's wild. Fuck the friends. Bro. <laughs> Fuck the friends. Hey, I know a lot of friend groups who've done that. Like, all right, that's crazy because I feel like all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and then we can round this out but I feel like if you're still gonna be friends with somebody that I was dating especially being in a heterosexual relationship where you know my friends are girls and you're a guy and y'all still kicking it that's gonna lead to something and y'all gonna start talking about me and then y'all gonna start talking yeah. about how he hurt Yo, and then y'all gonna start for the ex not to come up and y'all you're gonna be your friend's gonna be in a compromising position mm-hmm. where it's like alright the ex has come up in a con- some scenario conversation and they talking about you. It's like, now your friend got to choose. Mm-hmm. Or now they talk about, yeah, so you want to meet up for drinks? She ain't know how to handle you, but I do. And now you got to fight. Both of them. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Come out swinging. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. So from all of the situations that we talked about, we couldn't touch on all of them. How would you guys say that you know that you healed from something? Is there a sign? You just wake up feeling better one day? I guess. I 
what it is. I don't even know what it looks like to be healed. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus said, ain't no healing. Like, right, right. So that should still hurt. I'm thinking right. about it. <laughs> right, like, God damn. Compound interest out here. Damn, I was dumb. That bitch wasn't coming home. I done moved on in life, but damn, you think about it, like, damn, she wasn't coming home. I was missing that. I'm going to cry about it right now. Yeah, like, I don't know what might trigger it. Fucking uh, Waffle House. Remember, that's what we used to always go on dates. Damn, that bitch had me fucked up. No. We? So, I don't know. So, I feel like it's just you She moved. had me doing her dishes. Yeah. How's the nerve of that bitch? Nerve of that bitch. I know what I ain't going to tolerate. Jazz ain't finna make me do her dishes. Like, what? <laughs> I think it's just you. You get to a place where you figure out where it's okay to do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody dies, somebody dies. It's like it's okay to go to their house now, and you don't have to feel this emptiness. Or it's somebody if you lose a friend, it's okay to go to wherever the girls' night spot was, mm. and you can <laughs> go in there and not have to be like, is she gonna be Awkward. here? Or yeah, like, oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You just like, don't care if she's gonna be there. You don't care no more. It's, <laughs> That's a good point. I got cheated on, but I I'm at a place in the new relationship where I don't think they gonna cheat on me. Mm-hmm. I think you just learn, you just move past shit, mm-hmm. and then you know you it's always gonna be a reminder. It's always gonna be a reminder about something. And so you just gotta get to a place where you're okay with it. You're you content. So it's acceptance. Yeah. Okay. I think with me, when I get to the point where I don't have to actively do anything anymore, I know I feel like like with my exes, typically whenever they like would call or the name flashes up, I would get like a feeling in my heart. Mm. So like when we stop dating, like whenever I hear the name or see them, I would feel like a pain in my mm-hmm. heart. Like when I stop feeling that then I know, like, all right, cool. Like, when I see them and I no longer feel that or, like, I'm not having to, like, say, oh, is she going to be there, stuff like that, then that's why I know I've healed and I've completely moved on. Like, I can be around this person. It's whatever. Yeah. All right, ladies. So, you know, he got paid. He's smart. (laughs) And he's sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know Scott out here make it, make it hard Not everybody get a pain in their heart When they think about it Yeah I think it goes back I think it's safe to say that Sometimes people think healing Just looks like you never think about it anymore Or yeah. it doesn't hurt you anymore Or um, You just forget about it And that's not true I don't think it's all the way true It's just you learn how to adapt to the situation and still keep your life rolling without being crippled by what happened exactly. to you. Because I think uh, with that fucking distraction is not healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, not. True. It's not. Because once the distraction is, this distraction is gone, you're still back to thinking about what the fuck hurt you. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. It took me a while to heal from some of the stuff that I went through, like years. Like John said, it takes you two, three years to get over if you were with somebody for a year, double that and multiply it by six. Like, it takes you a while. <laughs> Dang. To that's, that's still another 12 years on the docket. Yeah, think. ladies. Don't think I'm talking about 30 days, whatever he was talking about. No, it takes a, a, a while. Like, you really have to grow yourself back into that woman that you were before you met him. And I think that's where the attraction comes in. You look better when you're healed. You're not hurting. Do you? Yeah. I don't think niggas can see it. Y'all can. That's how you know how girls always say he know when I'm when I'm moving on because you look better, bitch. You're not sitting around in your sweats anymore. No, you I don't pulled it together. No, I just still want to fuck. 
I mean, you can't, like, when you have conversations <laughs> with girls, you can tell sometimes quickly mm-hmm. when they not letting that hurt go. And it's to <laughs> E's point, bro. E just asked us, they said a 30-day thing. Bitch, I was in your DMs the first week. Mm. Just because I didn't let 15 days, I thought you figured out. You didn't did some, took some time. Yes, I'm coming back. <laughs> I still want you back. <laughs> okay, so you're saying it's not, yeah, like, you guys don't get an alert saying she's over you. You just, you, no, you've you been just doing keep it. Shooting. <laughs> keep shooting, bro. The first week you had a bad game, bro. You, how do shooters get out of having a bad game? You keep shooting. Keep I, mean, I don't like shooting shots in my old, my old like, situations. Because I don't want to give him the satisfaction of saying, right. like, he shot his shot at me. Again. But, but he was coming back. You ain't going to say that about if me. if you want a back... Oh, yeah. You got to keep shooting. That's if you want to. Yeah, yeah, like. Measy said it's a best of seven tries. Yes, bro. It's a best of seven. Like, bro, a lot of times. Shots you don't shoot. Let's just keep it a buck. All right, John, go on. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it a buck. Men don't usually break up with the women. The women get tired of the guy. So, because if I had my case. I would have you and the bitch I've been fucking Dang. with. Dang. You see what I'm saying? Or Savvy. I would still treat you the way you I've been treating you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nisha, yeah. bitches get dumb too. You seen this hot girl summer? It's a lot of single girls after last summer. Who? I was about to say. <laughs> it's a who? Girls get dumb. Well, in, in this new generation, I feel like, I heard this one guy say, he was like, see, y'all the type of generation, y'all will like quit a girl. He was like, when we were coming up, we messed with a girl and dealt with a girl until she quit us. Yes, bro. Like, <laughs> it was like, but in our generation, I've my never, homeboys, we are, hey, they out here cutting never, girls off. No, what was I say? I'm a prize too. Yes, right? I do not know any guy who was who who just quit somebody without moving on to a new one. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It's not like <laughs> like okay, I like her now. But if the other one was giving me play, I'm still going to entertain it. Like, Ladies, um, we're going to have to put out a poll on this. Let me know if niggas be leaving you. I know it's going to hurt your pride. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to make sure other people but must submit you, a response. You ever get dumped? I got dumped. I ain't even going to hold you. Niggas do be leaving us. They be leaving well, us. Well, you're... I ain't going to put your business out here like that. Easy. I ain't going to put your business out here like that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, guys. On that note, we're going to take a break. I'm surprised. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're back for our final thoughts. So over this conversation, I've been writing down some of the ways people heal. Um, let's just go through them really quickly. And I want you guys to let me know if it's toxic, if it's not, or if it's in between. All right. So the first one is social media breaks. Toxic, not toxic, or good. I think it's I think it's in between. A break? Yeah. I think a break is toxic. Well, I'm finna get these thoughts off. Okay. You only use your social media to share the glow up or talk the shit. I think. You know what I'm yeah. What I you mean, think, John? I don't know, because I don't really use Facebook for that, because that's when people get in your business. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like then you're just changing your behavior and that's showing that person's impacting you. Like I, I have done social media breaks in the past just to show I'm not having as much fun. I'm not doing anything. To my ex. Mm-hmm. So this actually can be toxic by taking a social media break. I think it ends up hurting you. Yeah. Should I like, I have a great time on Twitter. I have yeah. a lot of fun scrolling yeah. and seeing what's going on and laughing and keeping up with everybody else. Now I got to sit in a box because you hurt my feelings. Yeah. Fuck out of here. I think I, it's toxic. Then you try to do it and then you realize this shit pointless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
All right, so the whole I'm a fuck that nigga, I'm a get under a new nigga, or I'm about to go sleep with some more girls, toxic, not toxic, or fair game. What y'all think? Fair game. Fair game. Fire, bro. <laughs> because in the end, it's just like, I mean, you don't need to know about Like, your count goes up, but I don't think we gotta, we don't care about count. I'm not asking your numbers. The internet said if you use a condom, it doesn't count. Wow, is that Who's what we're on using now? using condoms? Yeah, ha- you ever wash your hands with gloves on? You love this. Do it count? Nope. All right, there it is. So, <laughs> if I caught a body with a condom on, we ain't fucked. I got like two bodies. <laughs> what if one of the I got more bodies wore, than I had? What, what, if, <laughs> what if 50% of the time you wore a condom, 51% of the time you wore a condom with them? Uh-huh. And the other 49, you didn't. Does so that now, mean yeah. does, she don't count? Well, because yeah. majority well, of time... It's a half a body. Yeah, yeah it's a half a body. Four and a half, that's a half. <laughs> what are y'all talking about, bro? I've never, bro, I've never been like, you know what? I just had sex with her last night without a condom. Tonight I'm going to try to see what it feel like with one on. No, you're, you're no. talking about it wrong. This is when you first get introduced to the pussy. You got to put a condom on. After just y'all get she comfortable, you to. then you... Hmm. you Measy. Okay. She just wants you to. Your condom talk is toxic. Measy is in a relationship, listeners. Don't listen to Measy. Right. <laughs> Measy doesn't use condoms. Not in 2020. Oh my gosh. All right. I don't so, mean to put my business out there, but... So what's a condom? It was fair game. Is a whole phase fair game or toxic? Yes, bro, go for it. That's how you know. I feel like, bro, until you go to the buffet and test out the foods, you're not gonna know what you like. You you know you certain people whole phase. I think is that's just what's gonna work for them. Mm -hmm. Others, they're like a whole phase is actually just gonna end up hurting their feelings. Nigga, you seen he was in your DMs and you wanted to try what the dick was like. Nah. Now you got the chance because you're not in a relationship no more. You're not wasting time, shit. money, Go for it. effort, all shit. the stuff that you really shouldn't be doing in time and healing. If you time. do it now, you won't cheat on your next thing. Go for it. <laughs> the thing about the hoe phase that people don't mention after you get out of a relationship, you don't really know how to hoe right. Like, you'll get the <laughs> you'll get the dick and then text them good morning. No, ma'am. <laughs> No, ma'am. You have to wait. You don't text. Like, just let it go. You can't text him good morning after you got the thing. He just seen you. He what you doing tonight? You. No. No, ma'am. You don't know how to hoe. Now, we got to have this conversation. Now, about the shit we don't need to have happen. Like, I spent the night with you last night. It's okay if I don't speak to you the next day. Exactly. Like, it's cool. Exactly. I Yeah, I had a lot of fucked up uh, situations with that. But anyway, Ooh. all right, so I'm going to say it's in the middle for me. I like it. You said Go it's fair it. game. Go for it. You think it's in the middle or it's a no? I think it's a no. I, okay. I don't think, yeah, for long-term actual legitimate healing, I don't think a whole no. phase actually does anything. All right, so the next one is therapy. Oh, uh, I think you should just do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you should have a therapist while in the relationship. Yeah, you, so, you, like, you was crazy from the jump. You should have, yeah, you should have been having therapy the whole time. Yeah. Uh, getting into a new relationship. Right away? Yeah. I'm talking about with the person you were cheating with. Now y'all go together. You ain't have no time Don't to you get your shit together. incriminate yourself that we ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I've never cheated. I'm going to say jumping but, into a new black relationship. Black men don't cheat. It's toxic. I don't know. It helps. You can't do the back-to-back. Nah, it helps you get over the last one, for sure. That's some nasty work, bro. What? 
don't know. I, I did, bro. It's crazy how much money you save, like when you get single and you're not really <laughs> dealing with nobody. So to hop right back into spending the money, because you know you spend a lot more at the beginning of the relationship too. At least when you got some time in, you know, like, all right, you gonna cover it tonight or something like that. When you get right back in a relationship, you gotta you start, start with courting and stuff. Uh, yeah, you no, courting. You I like, like it. You meeting family again. Yeah. You doing all this stuff. I oh, like so this it. a nigga you you took her man, right? Oh, you heard? Okay, no. I like it. All right, lady. So he's handsome, he's smart, <laughs> he's sensitive, and he's frugal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so gonna, I'm gonna, 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 gonna say no. You. We're gonna get you right, John. For the new relationship, what you got? I'm gonna say yes. You say yes? Cause, just because, just because you like, it's like when you get out of a relationship that ended abruptly. You're still in a relationship phase, right? So you can enjoy you, know you can so. enjoy being with somebody again because everybody knows the like the best part. Well, it's not always, not forever, but one of the best parts of being in the relationship is the newness of it. When you first start dating somebody, I hate that awkward ass phase. When you first <laughs> find out they can cook. <laughs> But she, now, yes. <laughs> so now you're doing that with somebody else. And if you play it right, you could still have sex with your ex. I don't know about ah. that. <laughs> don't oh. Black men don't cheat. Rez, E, you need to. I'm going to say. Go through a phone or something. I'm going to say. <laughs> Check your email. <laughs> groupie. Get the groupie. Let's talk about them DMs. Right. <laughs> you got the TA password. You know she used it. <laughs> no. Okay. So I'm saying no. Meezy saying yes. Yeah, it's a no for me beyond like some type of like first, like love at first sight type thing. Okay. All right. Some love at first tale. sight could be your favorite. Could, could be last forever. That lightning. Uh, yeah. If it's lightning, all right, yep. you know, whatever. But I don't think unless anything beyond that, I don't know if a relationship right out of it is good. All right. The next one is crying. I'm going to say it's good. Nah, because that's bias. <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> no. I ain't never cried. So, so you going to say no too? I was drunk. No, <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> All right. Um, hitting my soul that night. Self-reflecting. Oh, it's great. Yeah, that's good. Because it'll tell you what you want and what you don't want. Yeah, self-reflecting. As long as it doesn't turn into, like, fantasizing. Okay. All right, and the last one is venting on social media. Best one. Best one. I love the people who get into a relationship, they take us through their whole relationship, and then they break up and fight on Facebook. Ooh. Hands down, top ten, top ten. I love seeing fuck my baby mama statuses. My baby daddy ain't buy the baby shit the whole time. Like I love it. I, I love seen, it. I ain't seen that one in a while. I love a good breakup but story. It used to be fine back in 2011. I used to get it off. <laughs> I used to be fine. Is it toxic? You need to update your friends. Well, I ain't never like back then. It was easier because you was. I'm 20. I was 23. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> but now it's like, you know, you break up with somebody. You don't hate them unless, you know, they did some some fucked up shit to you. Mm-hmm. Like now, like, you know, the last relationship, we just faded apart. So it's cool. It ain't like me to, I had to say. Fuck I'm going to say bitch. get your shit off. Yeah, get your shit off. And you might get some sympathy pussy I mean, from it. I'm going to say... <laughs> No, but like vent to your friends. Yeah. Like really vent to your friends about like all your feelings about it. And then it's like a constant reminder. Like, and they'll hold you accountable. 
I'm like, well, just two weeks ago, you were saying this. Damn. So. Be careful about venting to your friends because they're going to judge you like shit when you backslide. <laughs> That's true. They're going to be looking Which is at why you. you need to vent. When you vent to them, be sure that you're done because your friend's going to hold you And accountable. then you have to turn the cat blocks on when you just steady lying to them. <laughs> you're just like, no, I didn't text her. No, we're not talking. <laughs> Nigga, I see her brush right there. She's in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you vent to your friends if you plan on going back because they're going to they gonna hold the grudge longer than you will. I don't know why I thought about this, but... <laughs> <laughs> what? You ever, uh, you ever be happy about the breakup? <laughs> like, oh, it's over? Oh, yeah. For real, for real? Oh, we back in these streets. <laughs> What y'all on and get the 40s. The last time I was... Let me see if old girl was in my DMs early when I first got that girlfriend still trying to act right. Last time I was happy about a breakup, yeah, it was it was a great time. Yeah. It was a great time. Yeah. Fuck being sad. That sympathy yeah, no. pussy always hit. All right. When you uh, stroll into the... In the streets finding that new pussy, let me give you a playlist that you can listen to to get it right. Mm. You are now tuned in. You're now tuned in to WMEZ. Well, the W stands for Wood. Wood. <laughs> Wood. Uh, this week we got uh, Rennie with uh, Meet Me in Amsterdam here on WMEZ. Textually active. Maybe make a playlist should come up for you. This has been WMEZ. Well, the W stands for what? Textually active. All right, guys. Uh, pull your memes out. Um, I think I picked a meme that is on the flip side because I don't want to act like I'm an innocent person in, the, in all of this. I'm toxic too. So um, I know I hurt some people out there and it goes without saying, fuck you, I don't care. But I'm going to just let y'all know my toxic trait. I have an obsessive personality. I either like you too much or I don't like you at all. And I can go from one to the other 
pretty damn quick. I crave routine and stability, so the slightest change of tone or action, and I automatically assume the worst and stop fucking with you. Period. Mm. <laughs> That's it. That was honest. That was, that was honest. me in a nutshell. John, what you got? Um, so I don't know if uh, y'all are familiar with Enneagram, but I recently got put on. I'm a type seven Enneagram. So, um, this meme is in reference to that and it says type sevens be like, kind of want to work out, kind of want to eat loaded cheese fries, kind of want to nap for five days, kind of want to get my life together by three on Thursday. So, some shit going on with them type sevens. Yeah, yeah, we be all over the place. <laughs> Damn, you got to share that with us. I'll put the link below if you guys want to figure out what your type is. That's my type. That's my. Oh, uh, I'll close it out. Uh, this is just uh, how I be feeling, and I'm sure a few of y'all can relate. I don't always have time to get my shit together, but when I do, I don't. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. I don't. I'm going to always wait till the end of the day to get ready. Right. Knowing that I knew all day I had somewhere to be. Exactly. That's it. No. Same thing with them homework assignments. All right. Well, thank you, John, for coming on Textually Active Pod. Yay. I'm glad I finally made it. Right. It. You're welcome here anytime. <laughs> and if you know somebody that will be a great guest, let them know that, I mean, you know, we're open. Mm-hmm. We need people to talk to. We like talking to people. <laughs> I, I had to open. I had to grow. You had to open person. up. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I was asleep, but now I'm up. I like having guys. Um, let us know how you like John. I know you guys were feeling Rashad a lot. Shout out to Rashad. Um, shout out to John for coming through. Make sure you show him some love. His page is private, but um, you can comment under the textually active post, and we'll kind of screen you to let you know if you're <laughs> <laughs> open or not. Over there. <laughs> I mean, especially because we we'll screen them. We're we're some. I think we what D list friends. We, yeah. just, we still get you in contact with. I think them. we Here might be C. Go. We on C because we be hanging out with John on the weekend sometimes. That's that's C level stuff. True. All I know is that he on his podcast. We better be at B. <laughs> 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 or it's gonna be some issues it's all good but um, as always thank you guys for listening make sure you follow us on Instagram at Textually Active Pod go check us out on YouTube we're putting our videos up subscribe. all the time subscribe to the YouTube leave a comment um, as you know we go live on our Instagram every Friday sometimes a pop up Monday be sure to tune in talk to us we always talk back follow us on Twitter at Textually Act Pod and we're on Facebook at Textually Active Pod mm. But y'all know where to find us. Whole lot of gang shit. All the links below. Love you guys. We'll holla. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.